Welcome to The Creator's Mind, sharing stories of creatives, inspiring you to chase your dream. I am your host, Justin Ortiz. Excited to introduce my next guest, Abraham Rasmussen. Abe is a Napa-based photographer and videographer, and today he shares how his family fueled his creative outlet at a young age, the experiences of shooting solo and with groups, and how time is too short not to take a chance on your passion. With that, let's get started. Abe, thank you so much for being on the podcast, but it's great having you on. Yeah, of course. It's good to be here. <laughs> also, thank you for uh, teaching me how to fly that drone earlier. Yeah. First time, the boy Abe was an amazing teacher because I didn't crash my drone. Thank you, Jesus. But yes, thank you again. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. <laughs> so can you give the listeners a little bit of introduction about yourself, about where you're from, what do you do for a living, a little bit about you? Uh, yeah, I am a creative based out of the Bay Area. My name is Abraham Rasmussen. I've been doing photography for pretty much two years now and then video for almost my whole life. Started off as just kind of a fun thing with friends, skating when I was younger, doing skate videos, and then that kind of just developed into this like whole other thing that it is now. So what's that thing now? Because like, you said you're about 22 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I know you're... You're working about like odd jobs and doing, you didn't go really, you didn't see, feel yourself doing the college route right away, you know? So I kind of want to touch base on that. It's like, you're really chasing the creative side about things and taking this chance. Cause that's crazy. Cause you're not really, after high school, you were really fall into traditional route. Like, yeah, I mean, um, I didn't really see the value in it right now. I just feel like school's always going to be there in the future if I need it. For now, I just, I don't really see like it being like very useful you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I understand some people need that education for their careers. And for me, I want to do, like, music videos. I just don't feel like going to school would be, like, the most useful thing. Yeah. No, it's not. Like, some situations, if I, for me looking back at it, if I didn't want to do medicine, I'd be, like, questioning if, like, me being at school is that. Because, like, it's the whole society, in mm-hmm. my opinion, is just the fact that we're geared to go this one place and then probably not geared to say hey you have the skill sets without going then you can just fly on your own without going to four year but now like stigma is like oh you didn't go to four year and then there's something different but nowadays it's just like people are veering away from it Mm -hmm. and i think that's freaking awesome because like a lot of people don't take their chance yeah on it i mean like i said school's always going to be there in the future and i feel like as you're young and you don't have a ton of responsibilities it's it's kind of like now or never because as you get older, your responsibilities kind of rack up and like you're not going to have that time or uh, opportunity to like pursue something that you're really passionate about. You know what I mean? No, nah, I freaking for sure know that means. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you're saying you grew up in the Bay, mostly Napa, right? Yeah, Napa. How was like, how was that environment growing up in Napa? If you want to talk about that a little bit and the growing up there and being kind of submerged with a family with that's already like fueling and like nurturing in a creative background. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Napa, uh, my whole life. I grew up in a family of four siblings, uh, four brothers and one sister. <clears throat> and my mom raised all five of us on her own. I don't know how she did it. <laughs> Dude, moms are just moms super, are, are super wizards. Super crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was a struggle for my mom a lot of the times. I, I just don't know how she did it, honestly. But yeah, I grew up in a family of three brothers and one sister. So having my brothers there was like really useful for like role model and uh, 
just having someone to look up to, you know? And they're all, like, super creative themselves. Like, my oldest brother is actually a tattoo artist. And then my other two brothers also draw and paint. So I was just, like, growing up, my mom was obviously working a lot. Yeah. So it was just me and my brothers at home. And they would just be all, like, at the dinner table just drawing and being creative. And, like, just being around that growing up, I feel like, had a huge impact on, like, my life for sure. And then, like, of course, my mom was, like, uh, a painter as well. She mm-hmm. loved painting. She was always super, super supportive of like chasing uh, like a creative passion or like doing something creative with your life, uh, like just some kind of creative outlet. Like she always made sure that I was like doing something creative or like some kind of like outlet in that sense. You know, she she always like made sure that I knew that that was like really important to have growing up. So no, that's great. So yeah. why kind of leading up to my follow-up question, like, why is it important for people to have a creative outlet? Oh, it's it's very important. I think a lot of people don't don't know this, but, like, you need, like, a way to, like, let go of, like, these things that you bottle up, you know? Like, you need a way to release. And I feel like having, like, a way to express yourself, whether that's through, like, photography, making a video, painting, just, just anything creative way to express yourself is like super super important to have because without it you're just kind of bottling these these emotions up or your life you know it's just kind of getting bottled up and gets stressful you know you need a really you need a way to release yeah and sometimes people find like the positive way to release you know there's those positive negatives you know like he's finding a way just to say all right i could talk it out and show it without really talking about it you know you could just express it exactly kind of backing up like when did you know photography like when you picked up a camera that this is your form of expression because your family looked back on it's mostly like paper yeah. pencil um, like <laughs> it's funny marker, yeah. painting so when i was a kid probably 10 or 11 i was like skating every single day from like seven in the morning to uh sundown and um basically me and my friends were like uh i picked up a camera because my other friend was uh recording skate videos and i was yeah. like oh this is like really cool i want to try this and so I picked up my own camera. It's probably worse than today's <laughs> iPhone, for sure. Um, it was a start. Yeah. Basically, I just started recording uh, skate videos with my friends just for fun. When I fell in love with it was through the uh, the video editing process. Like, that's mm-hmm. where I really, really fell in love with it. Like, being able to, like, be creative and, like, edit it the way you want to edit it. You know what I mean? That's where I kind of, like, found my creative outlet was mm-hmm. with that, with editing. And so... That just kept growing, and uh, eventually, I picked up an actual camera. <laughs> and, what was uh, the first camera? It was a Nikon D3200. Ooh, Nikon. Are you still Nikon? I am still Nikon. Oh, okay. I'm with the D750 now, currently. Dude, that's still a great look. That's, that's also a great body. It's yeah. Like... Um, I'm going to eventually upgrade it uh, to the Nikon Z, the Z6, uh, for the video on that. It's in, it's really good. But you anyways, tested it out yet? I haven't tested it out, but just from what I've seen, it's definitely an upgrade that I'm that I'm uh, ready for now. Um, but yeah, just I picked up that camera, and uh, it's mostly a photo camera. Obviously, mm. it, it doesn't have like the best video on it. I think it shot at 1080p for like 24 frames. I would literally like just take photos of when uh, I would go on like hikes in my town. I would just take like photos of like trees and like random stuff that didn't really make any sense. <laughs> and I remember like my friends like making fun of me, like, dude, why are you taking photos of trees? Like, what are you doing? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. And then 
it just it just kept going, you know, and then I got on Instagram and I saw like a ton of like I found this page Ill Grammars. That's yeah. what I saw and I was like whoa, this is like a whole new level. Like, like why am I taking photos crazy. of trees? <laughs> you know? And so that's where I kind of fell in love with the photography side. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put video on the back burner for a little bit. And then I started to like, because I, I wasn't skating as much anymore because I uh, messed up my back. Like, was it a, a trick it, or something that got no, you? Or just, I, like, I just skating too I much? I just don't know. But it just eventually like got to the point where I just wasn't able to yeah. skate anymore. Like every time I would, like I would just get like, really bad back pains like Uh it would suck but so i kind of was like trying to figure out something else to do because all i would do was skate well now i gotta do something with my time (laughs) did you feel like that lost identity a little bit or was it like more like i just now i don't have that passion of skating i find something else um yeah because a lot of my friends uh just skated all day yeah and so when i couldn't skate i just like i didn't have friends to hang out with every day and I didn't have that thing that I did every single day. So it was weird to like be like, okay, well, now I got to figure something else out. I got to figure out something to do with my time. So yeah, I just started taking videos of when I would go on hikes or like my family would go to the beach a lot, Point Reyes. And when I would go with them, I would kind of film like birds flying and like the ocean and make little edits to that. And I just started taking more photos uploading that to instagram more and then it just kept growing into what it is now some bangers i kind of want to go back on what you <clears> talked <throat> about a little bit when when you talked about your friends you taking pictures of trees you mm-hmm. know like touch base on a little bit but when people when you're just starting out and you're doing something out of the ordinary your group of friends and they're like why are you doing this yeah you don't know why either but you just know that it's something something's magical is going to happen or something big is going to happen regardless of like big in a sense of what big in your terms but it's crazy because for me i was like when i got my camera and then i was taking pictures of like events with my friends and everything else and they're like dude why do you have you're just a goofball with a camera <laughs> to like what it is now when i actually like really put the time in on taking like landscapes portraits and they're like oh yeah that's what it is so what was yeah. that what was that like for you when like uh, at first yeah i was in the same same place my friends are kind of like what are you doing you know <laughs> but i'd say like just ignore those people because like no one's gonna know what you're doing but you mm-hmm. yeah that's that's it's simple simple, simple as yeah. that just do you you know no one knows your vision you know yeah. no one knows like what you're trying to do you know yeah. like for me it wasn't like this big huge vision that i had it was just kind of like like I said, again, like that creative outlet, because I couldn't do skate videos really anymore. Mm. So I was like, okay, I still want to edit some videos. So I'll just edit some videos of my daily life, you know, like going to the beach or going on a hike, you know? Yeah. And um, I just kept growing and growing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's how it is. It slowly involves in like little step stones and just keep going up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Like regardless, so your work's going to get better trial and error. Yeah, of course. Dude, with that, how do you, what inspires you? Like to keep on going, what inspires your vision of making these phenomenal like color grade shots and like videos and everything else? Because that thing is, it works insane when it comes to that. Thank you, dude. <laughs> um, I mean, a ton of things inspire me, honestly. Obviously, I get inspired by a ton of work on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Music videos also inspire me. Music, like if I find a good song, I'm like, oh, that would be really cool to do an edit to this. And like, that'll just really inspire me to like go out and shoot. But also another thing is like watching like a good film. Um, I also really like horror films. 
just like not like this i'm not like oh, i'm trying to go get, <laughs> get scared. scared and dude i i hate horror films man i'm like <laughs> the worst one i'm like dude i just like, just just i don't want to look i don't want to look that's me <laughs> yeah i mean like for me it's not about that it's yeah. more like the cinematography and like the style choice behind it mm-hmm. like how it how it draws people in you know like yeah. when you watch someone watching like a horror film they're like they're glued like they're, they're not like what's away. gonna happen yeah i try to implement that a little bit into my work just kind of have like that feeling of being like drawn in it you feel like something's about to happen you know mm-hmm. like it's about a drop or something you know no that's that's that crazy glued. yeah yeah that's just insane just the fact that i didn't really think of it that way you yeah. know watching like horror movies i'm just i was one just too freaking scared to watch the screen <laughs> But the fact that, yeah, you are literally glued to that TV, just mm-hmm. like, what's going to happen? Like, mm-hmm. like holy crap. And then the music, holy crap. Like, just yeah, not even that. Just like, just get your heart going. And yeah. you're just, the person is walking down a hallway and you're like, just that music just gets your heart racing. Mm-hmm. God. It's the suspense and the, the drama behind it that, yeah. You're brave for it's watching scary amazing. movies, by the way. I'm just, <laughs> just saying on that. <laughs> With all that, you're pretty involved in like the creative community, you know, like you... Not like hosting meetups or anything, but like you're you're you really like shooting with others, you know? Like yeah, I, I try to as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, like why is that important for people like instead of like shooting by themselves, they are a lone wolf team. That's cool, but like you like shooting like hey, let's get a group or like you're also a lone wolf too sometimes. So. Yeah, I mean either or for me sometimes like a lone wolf uh, type deal is like the perfect scenario for the situation yeah um but most of the time like i think it's really important to uh shoot in groups i think like you can learn a ton from other people and like seeing the way they do things you know it's like and plus it's like it they motivate you you know it's like no one wants to get up for sunrise like but when you have like five people telling you hey we're going going. where you at you know you're like (laughs) okay we got obligations now you know yeah so that's also a plus. But I also do think it's important to shoot on your own yeah. because that's, I think, when you get the most creative and you can really concentrate. But also it's it's cool to shoot with people and having people in your shots too is cool. Too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, agreed on that one. <laughs> For me, when they, everyone like, but Scott or Jacob, they're just like, hey, we're going 530. I'm like, all right. And then I'm sometimes like Jacob, is Jacob going to, or someone saying he's going to skunk out? I'm like, part of me says it kind of does like i really hope it does yeah <laughs> low, low key sometimes, but. <laughs> but overall i'm just like all right i'm out of bed but when you when you get when those when you get those yeah. yeah when you get those burns or those crazy conditions you're just like okay this is this is definitely worth it because you know? <laughs> sometimes i just love it when you wake up and this is an amazing like sunrise and everyone else is just sleeping mm-hmm. it just like and like everyone's posted up on a sunset you know but yeah. no one's very rare someone's posted up on the sunrise and that kind of just speaks to a lot of people who really mm-hmm. are for that grind you yeah. know it's it's really cool just waking up before yeah. everyone too you know yeah. like seeing the world wake up is is really cool it's it, like a it's a different experience you know no for sure like i i just feel so much like accomplished mm-hmm. when i actually get done like get going like get the morning routine or like get yeah. the sunrise it's like <laughs> it's like everyone's going to work i feel so like completed right now yeah and i was like okay i gotta work it, now too it's, it's a great way to start your day for sure <laughs> i know you talked about the goal is to la and everything else and like how's your steps getting there so far because you are working some odd jobs here and there mm-hmm. pretty much just like funding a lot of this stuff like what's what's that raw reality of like being 
that creative on then trying to really push for your passion? Um, it, it sucks. <laughs> um, it, I work, That's Ross, right? Yeah. <laughs> I work, um, I'm doing carpentry, finishing yeah. carpentry right mm-hmm. now. And I have to wake up, uh, probably like 5am every day. Yeah. And it, it's not fun, but I know like where I want to go, you know, and I'm, I'm just trying to save up that money so I can eventually push out to LA and be prepared for that. And I'm not just like broke out in LA. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's not the funnest thing but i feel like as long as you stay motivated to your goals and like that's what keeps me going you know it's like thinking about like the end goal because it's not you're working odd jobs not to like i'm just working less like like dead end quote unquote dead end job Mm. but you know it's no like the grand scheme of things this has helped me funding one like rent and like yeah exactly. food and my gear yeah and like gives me that freedom to do skill develop the skill sets Mm mm-hmm then after that you're like all right now i'm good now i could like this is not permanent mm-hmm. i could like walk away yeah exactly i mean no disrespect to carpenters but oh no um it's not for me yeah it's not something that i want to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. for sure it's just something that i can do for now to to save up money to get where i really want to go you yeah know? i'm like i'm there with it in the sense of like i'm again sports medicine athletic trainer and i i love the job but I just know, looking down my life, it's not the end all goal mm-hmm. of my life. Money doesn't bring fulfillment. No, you know it doesn't. It, it's it's it takes a lot more than yeah. money. <laughs> like I'm not making that much money at like as an athletic trainer, but I'm again making enough to pay off my loans and everything mm-hmm. else. But what keeps me going are like the kids I'm helping out because I'm gonna work at a high school. Yeah, and like that's what keeps me going is like I get to impact like the youth. In the sense of, like, I could share my knowledge or tell them, like, hey, I'm hurting and I can't move my ankle because I sprained it, but I want to play, and I could help them get back to that. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that's driving me, not just, like, the money. But overall, I just know the physical job and labor itself is, like, I tell them, like, 30-plus, I'm like, no, nah, I yeah. don't want to be doing <laughs> this. Like, I need I need something to, I need something to really work for. So, like, mm-hmm. for this is trying to figure out, again, Sam, is, like, how, what is my goal for creative side and like because that's passion for me yeah so you know so i'm exactly. like I i'm i'm there with you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so wrapping up probably the last two questions is like what is your why you know like what what is that fundamental like idea or like collective like knowledge you have that keeps waking you up and pushing through um well my why behind pursuing what i'm pursuing yeah. um is definitely like there's a lot to it, actually. There's dude, a lot of whys. I do. Go, go. I want. I, I want to hear all of them. <laughs> but I think. <laughs> I was thinking. I'm kidding. I really do want to hear all. I of them. think I just find. <laughs> um, I find joy in it. Yeah. You know, it brings my life fulfillment, and uh, it just makes me happy. It makes me a happier person. You know, it's like at like when I'm out there like shooting and like when I'm like in my zone, it's like I'm in a whole nother like world. Like yeah, it's it's. I just find it really really fun to do. Um. Also, you know, I, I, I like, I love having that creative outlet and that way of like being able to express myself and put out a message, you know, eventually, like right now, I'm not really doing that, but <laughs> eventually, um, I want to make like a film where I can really put out a message mm-hmm. or like tell the world uh, my perspective on things and maybe change their perspective. I, th- I guess that's probably my why. <laughs> that's, that, that's a knowledge bomb. 
I kind of want to go back on, like, you're in your zone. I remember Scott was like, you, Scott, Carlo, were at, um, what beach? You're at a beach with that epic burn. Oh, Rodeo. At Rodeo. And then, like, Scott turned to you, and you're just in your drone. Like, you're just there. Yeah. And he just saw you, like, yo, Jacob was there, but he was zoned in. You could just tell you were just locked. <laughs> and that is insane. That's That was the fact when people was like, oh, Oh, you're working right now. You yeah. already know. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm working, I'm, I'm working. Like you're I'm in there. In. You're like, whew. Yeah. Oh, like, damn. To be in that zone state is insane. Yeah. You know? It's it's that escape, you know? It's my escape. Yeah. Loving it, dude. So last question. Advice to creatives just starting out and to those creatives pushing themselves to that next level. Um, I think advice for all creatives, new and old is um to keep going mm-hmm. simply that um you never know how far you are from your goals until you reach them it's like no matter how much you feel like giving up sometimes i think just keep going because yeah. like you never know just stay focused simple as that just keep keep going love it yeah right there so sweet <laughs> <laughs> abe thank you so much for being on the podcast brother dude it's great having you on hope you had a great time doing this Thank you again for teaching me how to fly a drone, by the way. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Thanks for having me, dude. And that, we are out. I just want to say thank you that everyone that listened to the podcast, it means so much to me. If you have a favorite interview, please share it to the creative community. Your voice is everything. If you want to chat with me or have a recommendation of a creative to interview, hit me up on my Instagram at the creator's mind underscore until then talk to y'all soon